Welcome to The Drummer and the Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adults ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer in the Great Mountain podcast. Welcome, friends, once again to another podcast of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, a podcast audio guide to the transformative guidebook to transforming adult ADD, ADHD by Michael Joseph Ferguson. We are on the last chapter of the book, and that's what we're here to do is today's going to be um, more open than than um than than we have been in the past. I think the last couple chapters actually have been, to be honest with you, because we're kind of pulling it all together. That's the name of the chapter, pulling it all together. For those of you that are just joining us, maybe just recently, do not worry. We are finishing the book because we promised we'd be here as a service to take you through the book. You need the book for this journey, but this podcast was here as a service to help you get into some more discussions and give you some more perspective from Michael, the author, and myself on this journey that we are all on. But as you as you started to probably hear over the last couple podcasts, we're starting to open up on what where this show is going to go, where this podcast is going to go. And we have plenty, plenty of material left even when the book is officially done. We have lots more in store for you, so definitely stay tuned. Actually, at the end of the show today, we're going to be kind of giving you um, – a plug on things coming up, lots of things we've both been working on for you and for this journey. So now let me get to pulling it all together. A bit of perspective of my journey and pulling it all together, um, something I'm going to mention later on, but it's never perfect. And and I guess more importantly, it's never done. This journey is is never done. Sounds cliche. Sounds like things you've heard before in any kind of self-realization practice and transformation that you've gotten to before. But honestly, it's not done. There, Every day there are things things I'm working on. I'm finding some things easier. 
uh, and I find new things that still fall into these categories that we've talked about so far in these first 14 chapters. So from a personal standpoint, as always, when I give my personal feedback, it's, it's, never, it's never quite finished. There's always something to be working on, and that's not a negative statement. That's a positive statement because it means you're evolving. Um, and I think that, for me, is one takeaway for, for our audience out there that I always like to give. And so my first editorial kind of opinion of the day is, is as long as you're evolving, that's what matters. That's what matters. And we've even said, Michael has even said, 75, 80% is what you're aiming for. Sometimes you're going to stumble as long as you get up and keep moving. So what does it look like? What does it look like to have all of this, this book, this, th- these, these advice, this process, what does it all mean to have this kind of integrated into your life? First of all, you will notice if you haven't, for those of you who have been with us longer, been going through the book, been doing the exercises, been making transformations, you're going to find your life becomes far more enjoyable and productive. That's the first thing I noticed was an up, an uptick in productivity for sure. I have a long way to go. I'd like to be much more productive. But if I'm comparing myself to even a year ago, absolutely notice that. How you get there, we've said this in every micro chapter we've covered, whether it's diet and exercise, whether it's relationships, whether it's meditation, whether it's supplements. What have we always said along the way? We have said we know what our goals are. How you get there might be different for everyone. This is just a guide. It's never going to be perfect. What does the final picture look like here? As mentioned, and I'm reading straight from the book, by the way. This is page 407, but I thought it was important to open open this, and then I'm going to bring Michael in here. As mentioned numerous times throughout this book, accept the fact that you'll never have it all together. No one does. You may set up a whole host of good systems. Stay with them for a month or two and then slip into old patterns. These slip-ups are normal normal, italicized. Don't let them discourage you. Just keep coming back to those habits that most support your well-being. And remember that Japanese proverb, fall down seven times, get up eight. Keep this book by your bedside and flip through it regularly. We're here through the podcast. Listen to it regularly. That's the beauty of the podcast, right? If you feel like you need to tune up on a certain chapter, get the book out, read through the chapter, listen to the podcast on that chapter. You're going to These are things you may need to listen to and read through a couple of times. So now we get to fully bringing it all together and understanding the concepts, and no one better than the author himself. Good morning, Michael. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, man. Bring it all – start bringing it all together for us in in the conceptual realm. Yeah. So I thought we – you know, we'd start – you've already read from the book. This is going to be a a read – partly read from the book uh, podcast. Um. So here's where, you know, we've gone through all of this. We've gone through 14 chapters uh, that cover all of the main areas of your life, all of the main systems, all of the the specific health um, programs that are going to be most beneficial for you. And it's a lot of information. So just distilling it down because – Again, you, as you just said, we should you should go back through. If you have the book, go back through, read the chapters, listen to the podcast. If you're dealing with a specific item, like say you're really stressed and you're dealing with a lot of emotional stuff, go back and listen to the Navigating Emotions podcast. Go to that chapter in the book. 
And so this is, you know, this book was written as a long-term support system. Now, th I started studying this work when I was in my, like, by 22, I was already starting to to map this stuff out and take in tons of information. And so this is now, so 22, 30, so this is at least 20 years of information that I've compiled and integrated. And all of them, just like you said, everything I'm still working on. There's There's things I'm still integrating, but I can tell you, undoubtedly the more you do it the more you build habits there things in your there's things that will vanish like there like you will find that certain challenges will go away and then others are going to be perennial and you're going to they're going to be with you and you're going to have to manage them ongoing so it depends on you as an individual everyone's different what your specific challenges are some people some hunter types are great at time management others are terrible at it um, some are really organized, strangely. I mean, this is something I found is the more I've gone into uh, working, coaching people, some people are hyper-organized, um, but they're classic hunter types in all the other ways. So you're going to be different. So your challenges are going to be different. You need to identify those. Uh, take the quiz if you haven't already on the website. Gives you, it gives you a really good feedback on, like, here's the areas to focus on. And so I'm going to read from the book. So what does it look like? to have all of these pieces that we've talked about pulled together and integrated. So uh, from page 406, one, you have a clear understanding of how your unique brain chemistry and neurology functions as a hunter type. So this is extremely important. Listen to the early podcast, read the first three chapters of the book. It goes very into specifics on how, why you're wired this way, what actually is happening in your brain and why it's so important to get that health routine down to address those pieces. Uh, so important, go back, listen, take it in. If you don't have an understanding of why you're the way you are, you'll have a lot of self-judgments. You won't understand why certain things will work. And then you can also adapt and see like, oh, right, I see why this dopamine piece of like when I feel like I'm, I'm lazy and unmotivated, how that relates to dopamine and what are the things I can do to raise my dopamine levels in my brain? How can I, how does exercise affect that? How does the diet affect that? So that first piece is essential. Two, you've developed a vision for your life consisting of both short-term and long-term goals that you regularly refer to. So you have a goals list. You ideally work with a life coach on this, uh, it, which could be a friend or it could be a professional life coach that you constantly go back to that list. It's very difficult just to do it on your own. I will give you that heads up. Uh, it's way easier, and I'm sure Batman would attach to, attest to that. It's so much easier to refer back to your goals with someone else. So highly recommended. Uh, do the uh, exercises in the life visioning chapter, and there's quite a few of them. It's worth it. Set aside a day. Do it on the weekend. Have at least a beginning of like here are the goals, and then those goals can adapt and adjust and grow as you as you grow but you, at least you have a baseline to start working with. Three, um, your diet is optimized to bring you a greater ability to focus and have more consistent energy levels. So that again, this is so important. If you're, if you're eating a diet that you're fighting against, that is actually harming your brain chemistry, it's harming your energy levels, and it's constantly bringing you down, which so I'd say like 80% of the people listening probably are in that in that space, just based on feedback, you got it's you. It may seem like an impossible task, but 
small adjustments in your diet can make a huge difference. And again, replacing foods that you really like with healthier alternatives is the way to go, not starving yourself. So highly recommended. Go back, listen to the exercise diet and supplements chapters. I think we did three three versions of that. Go back and listen to it. Check that chapter out, chapter nine in the book. So four, uh, uh, you exercise multiple times a week in ways you really enjoy. So you have a satisfying exercise routine that you're not pushing yourself, you're enjoying it. And I can't stress how important that is. That's like the base of the pyramid. Exercise and diet, we talked about this over and over again. This is essential for maintaining everything else in your life. So if you're working in organizational systems and all that and you haven't dealt with that, you're fighting against yourself. Uh, So definitely, and again, find something you love. Find exercise that you really enjoy. Uh, The next point is you have systems in place, time management, finances, and organizational systems that make your day-to-day life easily manageable. And that's just getting some habits in place, getting some support, dialing those in. You can last few chapters of the book talk about that. Um, Again, life coaching is very helpful. Um, If you go back to the life coaching uh, podcast, you can listen to that. There's a peer-to-peer life coaching program in the book that we reference. Find someone to support you can get support from on a regular basis. That will really help this piece. Uh, next, you've set aside time uh, in your regular schedule to receive life coaching sessions. So that's obviously the next piece. That that could be the pivotal piece of maintaining all of this. So you know, find either a prof- if you can afford it, get a professional life coach that you really connect with, and make sure you interview a few people, get the right person, so you feel really connected and you can feel. Um, uh, transparent you feel you know you 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 feel like that uh, your body level relaxes your body relaxes when you're talking to this person so you feel accepted you don't feel like you're being um, judged like these are things that you should assess in the your interview with that person to see if this does it feel right to you to work with this person and keep going until you find someone or get a friend go through the peer-to-peer coaching process that I mentioned and schedule every two weeks, every week, an hour to sit down and go through your goals and do the process. And um, so then two more points. You've tracked down what works, what doesn't work, and you've tuned into the good stuff. You've turned the good stuff into habits and routines. So track what works. Go through the tracking process that we mentioned at the end of the health chapter. Um, every, you know, for 30 days, track mood, focus, productivity, what you ate, how you exercise, what happened during the day. Did you have a meltdown? These things, if you track it once a, once a day, at the end of the day, for a month, you'll have a very clear understanding of this is working, this is not working. And then you have to refine it. So take all this information that we've shared, assimilate it, and then add to it, adjust, make your own critical, make your the critical decisions that you know fit with with you and what works for you and start finding those things that work. It's like marketing. If you if people do like marketing, 
uh, for a product or for their business. You try a bunch of different things and then you identify what works and you you go, okay, I'm going to focus on that. You don't waste a lot of time on things that aren't working. So especially in the beginning, that's really helpful to tune into what's working and really ground those. And then you get two or three things that are really feeding you. Then you build from there. And two more points. You've integrated some form of daily meditation mindfulness practice into your life that strengthens your awareness, ability to focus, and your overall willpower. This is also essential piece, and it may take a while. Meditation sometimes can be really challenging, especially if you have the, the hyperactivity where you're like, oh, I can't sit still, I can't sit still. You might want to do it after exercise then. That might be a really good time for you. Burn some energy off, then sit down, and if you're out in nature, which I recommend with the exercise, you know, find a quiet spot and then sit. That might be your best way to get into a meditation practice or you know, first thing in the morning or at the end of the day. Uh, morning practices, from what I've found, are tend to be the most effective. So if you can carve out, um, you know, 20 minutes to a half hour in the morning for a mindfulness practice, where even when you sit down, you might journal a little bit about the day and kind of map your day out. That's more than likely uh, that potentially can be the best practice. But again, everyone's different, so you have to ass- assess your schedule and see what works. But meditation and mindfulness that's the muscle that you build that will feed all of your other things that you want to do, and especially give it like your goals and what you want to do with your life. You build that muscle up. It gives you that strength to do other things. And finally, you've put your creative gifts outside of the box thinking and ability to hyper-focus to work for you, earning a living doing what you love. So that's the big goal. And that's the one I'm sure most of us are striving for. So, if you're taking good care of yourself, if you're eating well, if you're integrating a lot of these pieces, then you can maximize the gifts of being a hunter type. And part of that is the hyper-focus. Like if you can put that hyper-focus to work for you, this is why a lot of hunter types are, are masters at the things that they take on because we have that almost excessive, obsessive drive to focus on something. So is, if, you, if, you, if it's not destroying your life, it's actually putting – put to work and things that you love and nourishing you, then it's a really, really, really good thing. And you want to maximize that. But at the same time, you want to be able to have all these other systems in place so that doesn't take over or take you down the road of addiction and all the other places that it could go. Uh, When you're balanced and you're, you know, we talked about kind of the transformation process, part of like being transforming adult ADD, ADHD is getting to the place where those things that challenge you, the things that actually take you down can be turned around and they can be the, the vessels for you making a good living and maximizing your life. Well, I think we've, I've kind of alluded to it and this kind of gets us into a little bit of just open discussion today because I know part of what we want to focus on this last show of the, of covering the book is definitely giving an, a preview of things upcoming. And, and I want to get to that, but it's just part of open discussion. Um, we, We've alluded to it before, but I guess I haven't really formed it in this way. Being a hunter type has some superpowers that that go with it, and and that's the point of I think the last thing you said. I, I for anybody just tuning in, remember that we're it, that Michael has referred to this from the cover of the book till now, as you refer to it, Michael, as a transformative process. We are not trying to cure anything because there are so many positives about being this type 
that you don't want to take the positives away. It's just about fine-tuning them so that they don't burn you out, which is what happens to an untransformed hunter type. So, you know, the hyper-focus thing, think about that. That's a superpower you have if you have that ability if you're a hunter type. The point is in the transformation process, you learn how to make that work for you instead of working against you. Exactly. That's it. And I think that's that was the whole, you know, the whole premise of the book was like how this is clearly a neurological type shared by the most talented, mm -hmm. the most uh, accomplished people, especially in the creative arts. And you can think of athletes and other, it's because of that one piece of hyper focus and, and that the restlessness that comes from being wired this way can draw us towards it, it draws us to being more creative to, to the stimulation the need for stimulation can go in a very good direction and when you have your ground plane dialed in then you can maximize that you can put that focus to work on like okay when that hyper focus is going towards your business it's going towards uh your creative projects and then it can really start to feed you you also mentioned something I'd like to cover since we have the time today. It's, we, we've, we mentioned it in, in, in kind of your life visioning chapter as well, but I, something struck me that, that that's alive that I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention in the last point you made and pulling it all together regarding doing what you love. And, and let me just share for those maybe that haven't heard kind of my story before Michael shared his story too. I just want to summarize to say at 40 years old, it's taken this long to figure out what it is I actually want to do when I grow up. I know that sounds funny, but it's true. I think part of – and I say that because for – we've heard, Michael. I believe we've had at least two or three emails of people who won't identify them because that doesn't, that doesn't benefit anybody who said the same thing. I'm 40 and I've just now found out what it is I want to do. I am leaving this field that I've been in for so long. So be patient with this part. I, I just want to encourage everyone to be patient with it. If you're at that point that you realize what it is you actually want to do for a majority of your time during the week, call it 40 hours, more than that, whatever it may be, don't despair. And I'm just sharing a personal thing. Don't despair that it's not there yet and you're doing the thing that you don't necessarily love doing. Or if you're like me, you go through phases. When I graduated college, computers was my passion. It's it's part of who Michael and I are. Michael and I have a lot in common. We're both artists, musicians, who also know how to code. So we have like both sides to us. And when I got out of college, it was computers, programming. That drove me. That was my passion. It's it's not anymore. And the realization of that and that I want to more be tapped into my artist side for a majority of my time during the week rather than computers at first was kind of daunting and kind of kind of bummed me out well what do i do well that's the whole idea of the transformative process is using these superpowers this hyper focus this planning this meditation eating the right things fueling yourself getting yourself all ready to start on that road towards doing what you love so i just, I just wanted to share that if someone's coming to that realization now what it is we're right with you i'm right there with you through this journey um follow these steps Follow the book. Come back and visit that life visioning chapter, and I promise you, you're going to start to see little things here and there that are going to get you towards that goal. That's excellent. That's excellent. And it's also just keep in mind, like you can start now 
starting to build the your, your creative life up if that's where you want to put more energy you can start building these places in your schedule throughout the week where you're starting to nurse these things and if and if you're if where your energy was going was in you know dispersing energy or sitting watching tv or staying on your phone or whatever it is those things that are often um we are often caught by stimuli. That is part of the hunter type mm -hmm. wiring. When we start to balance our life out, then we have a little more of that self-control. We go, okay, now, you know what? I'm not going to spend four hours watching TV or on my phone. And again, there's a lot of us, so this is no judgment. I'm going to take that energy and I'm going to focus it towards uh, things that I love. I'm going to carve out a little time here for my creativity, or I'm going to carve out a little time here uh, building a side business. You know, the thing is, that's why this is the, is this information is so important. It can, it gives you the strength to do that so that you can manifest those things that you really want. And, you know, and it, it may happen slowly, but then it's, what I've seen over and over again is, you know, you build something here, you build something there and it feels like, okay. It's, and then you get to that tipping point and then things click and then you start to see, wow, Thing, you know, you look back a year and you're like, things totally changed. So it starts by getting the ground plane, plane dialed in and then start identifying where do you want to put your time and energy. Mm -hmm. And then obviously your financial constraints, as if you have a family, those things are all going to play into it, but they're not absolute obstacles. They can be, it can be part of what you integrate into your plan moving forward. Um, and then you can start focusing on like, how else can I bring money in? How are the, what are the other things I, I have, you know, all this time during the week. And even though there's, it's, it's, it's taken up by a lot of different things. How can I rearrange things? And where are those times where I'm just so burned out because maybe I'm not eating well, or I'm not exercising that I can't focus. Well, if you start to integrate those things into your life, you're like, wow, I've got tons more energy. I can actually get more done. And then you can start seeing some real shifts in your life. I want to ask you a question about, as part of open discussion here in, in about 30 seconds, I just want to share one thing, which is in this ever-evolving process, uh, and in full transparency, as we always are on this podcast, a perfect example is, Michael and I were just discussing before we went on, on air here with the podcast, is all these things, all these other chapters in the book are tools, and we've mentioned them before. There's different tools in different chapters. The summary he just gave, or summarizing what you can get from, from each chapter, which has these tools. Don't be afraid to go back to these tools. Just because you're going back to a tool doesn't mean you've gone backwards. It just means you're actually maybe ready for the next stage. And what I mean by that is, uh, you and I were just discussing this before, I, I got to get back to my journaling. I've kind of feel yeah. like I used it hard in the beginning and it worked. Mm. I mean, man, did it work for self-realization? Did it yeah. work in the branch of relationships? Absolutely. But lately I've been focused on other areas, uh, um, that, that I was weak on. Again, like you said, every hunter type is different. There are areas I didn't need to work as much on. Um, but the journaling helped. And now, you know what? I'm at a stage Actually, this week, I'm going to get back to it. I, I feel like I gave myself a little room and said, well, you don't need to do it as much. Maybe try to get to it once a week. I need to kind of get back to daily journey. There's some stuff going on right now, trying to build a, um, yet another side business uh, on top of thing, other things I'm doing. And, you know, to, to relieve that stress and to give some clarity, it 
What did you mention in the book since day one and in chapter one, the fog? I'm seeing just a little bit. It's not It's not quite fully hazy. There's just a little bit of fog coming back, and that's just because I've added one more thing to my plate. I'm going to get back to journaling. I'm going to go revisit yeah. that journaling chapter on how to journal and rebuild that habit only because I haven't used that tool in a while. So I thought that was that was something to share. Um, you know, that's, that's fantastic. Cause you know, that, that's the point is like all th- these are lifelong, like every single chapter is a huge chunk of your life mm-hmm. that you know, it takes, you know, I can still go back and go, okay, I guess there's pieces I'm still working on and refining. So it's a lifelong journey. Each and every point that we covered with from diet. And you know, the thing is you, you might have your diet and exercise routine down and then you get injured. And so then you've got to adapt to that. So like what happens there? Or, you know, you were flying solo for a long time and then you get married. (laughs) That's a huge shift. And then you've got to then go back and rearrange and everything starts to look different. So, but I'm confident because I spent five years on this book is that this information, you can keep this book by your bedside for your life. And none of like there may be minor adjustments in both technology or, you know, whatever comes through, but overall like the the information is going to be uh important and it's going to affect your life and i can only say that because i've been now tracking this for 20 years and i can look back and everything there's nothing that's changed like everything the only thing that may change is like oh i have to focus more but more on that that one i still am, am struggling with i need to dial that in i need to go back to this like you just said i gotta go back to journaling or i gotta go back to um shifting my exercise routine up so it feels like it's alive and i can really dial into it again and don't be afraid to adjust systems as long as you understand the big picture of why they work or what you're shooting for then you know, adjustments, especially for hundred sites, it's, it's helpful to like shift things up, find, test this out, but ultimately you should be able to lock in for a certain, so at least a few months into a, a system that you've got in place. So you know, like, okay, this is working. And if it, if something's not working, if there's a system that you're just struggling with, struggling with, you've got to find another way in, into mm-hmm. it it's because you could, otherwise you're just going to have a lot of uh, self-defeat and a lot of inner chatter about how you've blown it. Like, that if you're getting that you need to reassess and go okay why is it this is so hard and is there a different way that i can take on journaling like is journaling the first thing in the morning just something i can't do and maybe i have to do it like midday or is it it doesn't help like maybe there's a couple of things here like like i've tried it i tried it and just nothing happened well then you just let it go find the things that do work from what we've shared and that what's in the book and, and dial those and pick the things that really click and then the other things you can kind of just let them fall by the wayside if they're not working. I think that's important. You give so many tools in here and, and I love the point you're making. You're not saying use each and every one in this way. You've given enough to to us so that, like you said, every hunter type is different and there are some things here. If you've actually given them a chance, maybe it doesn't work for you. Try it a different way. Like you said, for you and me, uh, uh, the the meditative practice in the morning is what works. For you out there, maybe you've tried that and you feel like it's not. Don't give up on it. Just try tweaking or modifying it. Uh, try doing it and maybe for you it's at night. Maybe for you it's your lunch break at work. Uh, it, it, it all varies. Just just find different ways to implement it, like, like Michael said, fine-tuning. Before I ask you, and I do want to ask you because I feel like we have the opportunity here before moving on to just giving a preview of what else we're going to be covering in, this, in future podcasts and what's upcoming around this book um, – I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the passing of Dr. Wayne Dyer. 
We haven't even discussed yeah. this. Yeah. And and why his energy comes to me is he was in every I mean, all his books had different main topics, but really there was a beautiful thread uh, common thread of commonality uh, amongst all of them. And and one of them was about journaling. I mean, he his mm. whole his whole book on intention and and the power of intention which was one of the monumental things that changed my life was all about writing this stuff down and for a hunter type and a creative type it's really really important to whatever time of day that is for you find your routine with it but it's just we've been talking about journaling so much he was really big on that and i just i just wanted to mention it's it's a big loss but another way like a lot of people have been saying he's uh you know he's just gone to another plane but uh nothing i i wasn't even expecting to bring that up but for some reason his energy came to mind yeah, he he was pretty amazing. I, I've got to say, I didn't listen to a ton of Wayne Dyer, but I also just, I, I think the one thing that struck me most about him that I had actually the, over everything else that, that gave me a lot of respect is that I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Ram Dass. Who yes. One of my, uh, yes. just Be Here Now is just an incredible book. And he's just someone I've listened to over and over again. I've met him, just one of the kindest beings i've ever met and his teachings that have affected just tens of thousands of people he's just a great great human being and um yeah wayne dyer showed up when he was when ramdas was you know he had a stroke a few years ago he had no money yeah. uh because he had given it all he, had he was actually, giving it he, he away. gave it all away no yes. he gave away his inheritance yes he, dad was very rich and he gave away his entire inheritance to all of the the amazing uh service work that he set up uh and wayne dyer came through and uh called on his list of people and just totally set up ramdas with a, basically for the rest of his life with yep. all his medical bills and everything yep. else and i thought well that was the the highest testament to um someone who's who's really i think in their heart doing it for the right reasons exactly. and for me that that struck me more than anything so i had just such great respect and i think the one thing just to to bring him in i was really impressed with his his take on on giving and receiving was it's two sides of the same coin yes. so if you are if you are in if you feel like you're you don't have enough or you're constantly you know, you you're in a space of want then push yourself to give and that chain that gets that cycle that that it tells you in your mind i live in a universe where people give to other people and then when you have that installed in your consciousness that's real prosperity that's what actually draws things back to you again Beautiful. and so yeah and also Beautiful. just also i want to acknowledge since we started the podcast uh when we first started doing this marshall rosenberg who developed nonviolent communication ha also passed away yes. he's another one of the yes. great and uh, he, you know, the whole much of the uh, the uh, navigating emotions chapter was based on nonviolent communication. And I was very pleased to hear that some people from the nonviolent communication community had read the book. And there's actually a retreat center that's 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 the book is getting out towards, and they've really enjoyed that chapter. They thought it was a good uh, description of NBC, so that was really wonderful. So, yeah. yeah great and also i want to do you know an upcoming we should, we're going to do uh, a podcast that basically goes through a little bit of the bibliography of the book and mention some of the resources that were um, referenced from the great. book in wrapping up tell uh tell our audience um what's upcoming not only on the podcast and kind of 
I, th- I don't think we have a full idea because we kind of take this as it goes, but we definitely have shows coming up on the podcast and this is just because we're done. The book doesn't mean yeah. we're done with the podcast, but what else is coming up also that around this book? Yeah. So we've got a lot of things that are actually in the works. Um, the things that we can talk about are, uh, we will be doing a webinar here shortly. Um, actually I posted up a webinar that we did last year that was on the website that, uh, was marked 24. 14 that a, a number of you already joined on to. So we, you may be getting an email. If I don't think we're going to be doing it on October 2nd, so we might be moving that date, uh, but that will be coming up shortly. Um, in-person talks are getting scheduled right now. I, I do have one. If you're in the Southern California area on November 3rd, uh, I will be giving a talk at Dove Library in Carlsbad. They asked me to give a talk for their uh, series on health and wellness. So that will be – it should go out on the email list and should be on the website. Um, and then we're also working on some e-courses so that you can actually take this system and go through – an extended period of support and we'll be doing that online where we can actually go through work with you on your specific systems, giving you a lot more information, dialing it in, it really going through the book chapter by chapter and supporting you that way. So those are definitely in the works. Um, and I think that those, those are the big things. Those are the big things. And then right. we've got, I have got a list of topics uh, that we've both discussed and people have uh, suggested to us yes. that will be covered in upcoming podcasts and a couple that I think are really important. And they're important. Th- and now that we're just to give that teaser trailer preview is we're going to actually be able to hyper focus on those topics since we're not covering a chapter in the book and, and scientific ways and getting into the details of a book. Now this time, this hour with you, our audience will be spent in giving you um, really in-depth coverage of the podcast, and I know we have plans to bring people on too. So that we're we're evolving here. Yeah, that's right, and we'll probably double back around. I mean, all everything that's covered in the book is those arenas are. That's it. I mean, that is sort of the the, the full scope of the yep. the areas in which you know your life takes. But then there'll be all these different pieces inside of those, like in terms of health and wellness and emotions and and things that you can do to maximize your potential as a hunter type. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it all. I'm excited to uh, meet some of the folks that are listening to us and reading the book on, on upcoming webinars and eventually in person at, um, at some of your speeches and lectures and, and seminars. And uh, this is, what can I say, my friend? It's, it's just been a, it's absolute blessing to, to be doing this with you and look forward to the involvement of the podcast. Thank you. You've been out. This this has really been a team effort, and uh, your contribution, as many people have mentioned, has been invaluable. Just giving voice to what a lot of people, I think, on the other end are experiencing. And so I've kind of played the role of offering the information, and you've played the you've given the role of like asking the right questions. So thank you so much. Well, you made it easy. It's it's definitely been a team effort, and I and I it feels. We mentioned it before. One of the one of my goals, even before meeting you in this book, one of my goals was like I really feel like I need to do something of service, and I just I couldn't find that thing that would 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 fill me. I mean, there's lots of ways to do that, but um, 
this has been it, man. This has been something that I feel like has been of service. It definitely takes both of our times on early weekend mornings, and we take time to do this and prepare for the show and and yeah. and and make it make it sound as good as the feedback that people are giving. Um, but it feels good, and and the the feedback that's coming lets us know um, that that it's working. So I know you have one more point before we wrap up. Go ahead. Yeah. So I wanted to just go through and. Uh... Let's see. A couple make a couple of requests. One is, and we didn't mention this before. Te- if you, anything that you've learned from this podcast, you're going to learn it better by teaching it to somebody else. So share this information. And I know a lot of you have been. So share this information with other people. It can really be life changing. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to plug a book here. I wrote the book because I knew this information could change people's lives because I watched it. So share the information with other people. Get into discussions about it, you know, and and find your way through by through sharing. You're going to learn more yourself. The other request that I have is uh, we've been connecting more and more with organizations. So I've already given talks to um, like the administrative staff of schools who are really interested in this material and integrating health and awareness and thinking, you know, thinking in terms of how do we reperceive ADHD and not just throw pills at it, which is, you know, may be like the 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 last resort instead of the first thing you do. So I encourage you if you if if you find this information useful, if there's an organization, a school, support groups, social workers, psychologists, people that you think would benefit from a program like this, please share it with them. Uh, we do offer uh, both discounts for organizations, and we will be working on support material specifically for uh, for schools and support individuals. So please, you know, give us feedback. Um, would be grateful for the uh, for making those connections. Share it on Facebook. Share some of the posts that we have um, people, with people you think would would benefit. Uh, also, I, I do coaching work, and uh, at this point, I usually take on. Uh, I'll do like um, a, a booster, kind of to get you going on this process. So I usually do like uh, three or four sessions in a row and uh, go through the process, identify your shortcomings, like where the things that you most need support with, and kind of get the process going for you so that you can have an easier time integrating this information. So if you're interested in that, uh, you can go to alivelifecoaching.com and check that out. Send me an email. We can schedule a time to talk. I just do like a free uh 20, 30 minute talk. Just you can ask me questions. I can explain to you what, what we do and uh, see if it's something that would help you. And, uh, and then the last thing would be, you know, reviews are really helpful. If you can review the podcast, if it's helping you get to iTunes, um, put a review there. Also on good, Goodreads is another good place where the book is at review it there. That would be very helpful actually. Uh, cause that opens up to that whole community of people. The more reviews it gets, the higher it goes and people get, it puts it on the radar. So, and then any other suggestions you have in terms of marketing, we are very much open. And so, uh, and you've already been, the community has been fantastic. So, uh, please keep the, uh, keep that information coming in. We appreciate all that you, all the support and we'll uh, continue to hopefully provide you a very good service um, as your support system uh, as you go through your week. Beautiful. Drummer and the great mountain.com is where we're always at social media links, Facebook, Twitter, and all that good stuff off of that website. That's where we've been getting your feedback on the book on the podcast so please keep them coming Uh, michael mentions it in the book mentioned in this chapter specifically and in this podcast today share 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 just and and not only the book obviously as he mentioned but 
whatever you get from this process, share. And that's two sides of the same coin that we mentioned earlier of how Dr. Dyer said about giving and receiving. So give as much as you're receiving from this. And, and it's a paid forward mentality that definitely works for this community. Drummer on the Great Mountain again is where we're at. We're very excited to see the involvement of the podcast. Stay tuned. We will be back um, with more. And uh, we look forward to uh, hearing more from you and uh, seeing where things go. And so with that, as always, we say, please take care of yourselves and your health. Be well. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is intended solely for the purpose of personal growth and not as a replacement for professional psychological support. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of this show are not meant to be taken as medical advice.
It is very important to seek the help of a qualified medical practitioner when making any shifts to psychiatric medication you may be taking or if you are experiencing extreme psychological distress.